Health coaching requires passion. Coaching requires passion. Like if you want to get this close to another human and really like work with them and hold their hand through the difficult work of actually making a transformation in their life, you got to be passionate about that because humans are dynamic. Humans all come with their own set of limiting beliefs and experiences. And if you're going to work with humans that intimately, this intimately as we do in health coaching, there has to be passion there. Basically, you have to give a damn. You have to give a lot of dams to do this work. Just because someone can live with a disease doesn't mean they should. The overwhelming majority of prescriptions written today are written to treat lifestyle disease. Lifestyle disease is defined as conditions which can be attributed to the way in which a person lives. This includes things like physical activity, drinking, smoking, stress, the quality of our social connections, sleep, purposeful and professional alignment, and of course, our diet. But what if there was an alternative? What if before putting pen to pad, we had a comprehensive solution in lieu of pills and procedures? You are listening to the Plant Protocol Podcast for current and aspiring health professionals who are done with simply managing chronic lifestyle challenges and are interested in taking a whole food plant-based approach to combating them. I'm your host, Lisa A. Smith. It's time to come get this health. So if you're new here, I'm Lisa A. Smith, plant-based health and business coach. From a health perspective, I specialize in helping people with chronic lifestyle disease take a plant-based approach to combating them. And as a plant-based business coach, I specialize in helping whole food plant-based vegans package their passion and their lifestyle into plant-based health coaching businesses. And today I want to talk about one of the mistakes I made in business on the business side of things. And this was a like recent revelation. So this is like new information I'm sharing with y'all today. Okay. And I'm going to talk about qualifiers today. I want to talk about the huge mistake I made in establishing qualifiers. But before I do that, let me back up a little bit for those of you who are new here and are maybe wondering what are qualifiers? Why are we talking about it? How can we even talk about mistakes when it comes to qualifiers? And I didn't even know I should have qualifiers. So if you are a coach, if you are a health coach, I don't care what type of coach you are, business coach, finance coach, health coach, life coach whatever type of coach you are in the coaching industry, you should not be building and come one, come all business. Like in the coaching industry, no matter what type of coach you are, you should not be building a business or brand that is open and available to anybody. This is not church. We do not practice a come as you are model. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. So first things first, before I even talk about the mistakes I made when it came to establishing qualifiers, I want to get it crystal clear that you should have qualifiers. What is that? That means that people must be qualified in order to work with you as a coach. One of the grave mistakes you can make as a coach, I don't care if you're a fitness coach, again, financial coach, health coach, life coach, whatever it is, is saying that you can help anybody. You cannot. You will not and you should not try, okay? So as a coach, you should have qualifiers. That means that you have a list of things that people must have in order to work with you. You must have qualifiers. So one of the things I do inside of the plant protocol 
when we are helping our coaches establish their own health coaching business is we teach them how to create and develop qualifiers. Because what most people do when it comes to working with other humans in a service-based business is we're always overly concerned about whether or not we're personally qualified. So we're looking at our credentials, we're looking at our certifications, we're looking at our years of experience, and we're so concerned about whether or not we're qualified that we never take the time to establish qualifiers for the people that want to work with us. When it comes to coaching, which is such an intimate industry, coaching is so intimate and you get to know people really closely and really well. And for those reasons, partly for those reasons, you should have some qualifiers that are established that determines whether or not somebody is a good fit to enroll in your program or to work with you as a coach. All right. Now, the thing I'm going to be touching on today is the one of the top mistakes I made when establishing qualifiers. However, for those of you who are listening and maybe you're just getting started, you're maybe entertaining becoming a coach or maybe you already are a coach and you need to refine your business because things aren't going the way you want them to go. Start with your qualifiers. Start with sitting down and asking yourself, what must people have in order to be successful in my process? Whatever process you teach, I can guarantee you, you can't take just anybody. There has to be some qualifiers that qualifies them to be in the room above and beyond money. Stop working with people just because they can afford it. There absolutely must be something else that they must bring to the table in order to increase their chances of being successful with you. Okay, so There are several prerequisites that we have our students do inside of the plant protocol so that before they are ready to actually establish their qualifiers, they actually don't establish their qualifiers until later on in the curriculum. So one of the prerequisites is specializing. You need to specialize. You know, you must establish yourself as an authority. I mean, you must have a signature program. You must have signature IP that solves a specific problem. And from all of that, you develop your qualifiers, all right? So I'm talking about the qualifiers today, but there are definitely some things that need to happen before you are even probably ready to establish qualifiers because maybe your business up to this point has been really a come as you are, come one, come all model where you say, when I say, well, who do you work with? And you say, I can help anybody. Like, no, you can't. You can't help anybody. You can't help everyone. It doesn't work that way. If you want to have a successful coaching business, If you want to really establish yourself as an authority and start building credibility in the marketplace, you should not be a generalist. You have to be a specialist and you have to have qualifiers. Okay, so those are the prerequisites to this whole conversation today. But very quickly and briefly, I want to talk about what mistake I made when establishing qualifiers. So y'all want to hear a secret? Let's get into qualifiers. Y'all want to hear a secret? Oh, my gosh. So one of the things, one of the qualifiers to get into my program, the plant protocol, where we help plant-based vegans package their passion and their lifestyle into a health coaching business. One of our qualifiers is that you must have a willingness to monetize. So we don't want to help you build a business that you want to give away. So one of the qualifiers is that you must have a willingness to monetize. You must have a willingness to charge for your services. Because so many people come into health coaching from passion. And so they just want to help everybody. And so sometimes, you know, people apply for the plant protocol and they tell me in the suitability interview, like, I don't know how I feel about charging. I just kind of want to 
help everybody. And I just really want people to be healthy. And I I don't know if I want to turn this into a thing where I'm taking people money and where, I, you know, it's a really it's a tough conversation because so many people, they want to help and they have apprehension about charging. OK, and so one of our qualifiers is that, hey, just to be clear, when you come into the plant protocol, we're teaching you how to monetize. We are teaching you how to develop a for-profit health coaching business. And you have to be on board with that, right? I used to like hang my hat on that. Like, so I'm doing these suitability interviews. People are applying for the program and I'm like, yo, you gotta be willing to monetize to get in here. Now that's a qualifier. If you ain't willing to monetize, don't apply. If you want to work for free, if you wanna give all this information and your knowledge and your experience away for free, I'm not arguing with it. You can do it, but I'm just telling you right now, you won't be successful in our program because we teach you how to monetize, right? And so I used to, here's the secret. I used to get frustrated. Like I used to get frustrated with individuals who would tell me during the suitability interview that they don't want to charge people, that they prefer to work for free. Like I want to learn the science, Lisa, I want to learn more about nutrition science. I want to learn more about lifestyle science, but I want to learn it so that I can give it away. And I used to get frustrated with those people, right? Not publicly, not openly, but in my mind, I'm like, oh, another person who just wants to work for free. Like I used to get frustrated. Oh gosh, I was so wrong on this. It feels so good to say this publicly. (laughs) So here's the thing, okay? Because my frustration with individuals who just wanted to work for free unintentionally negated another qualifier that we have in the program. So let me explain. So I was getting frustrated with people constantly telling me, I just want everybody to be healthy. I want to work for free. I just want to help people. I don't want to take people's money, blah, 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 blah. Right. And so I'm in my head like, ah, another one. Right. But one of our qualifiers that's even more important than a willingness to monetize is passion. Okay. I don't want people coming into the plant protocol who are not passionate about this work. Right. Y'all see where I'm going with this. And so one of the things I'm looking for during the suitability interview that I never articulate verbally on purpose. Okay, now the secret is out. Everybody's going to hear this. But one of the qualifiers that I never articulate publicly, but I'm looking for privately is their passion around the lifestyle, their passion around what problem they want to solve. Right. So when I say, what were you able to accomplish by going plant based and how do you want to use that to help other people? I'm looking for signs of their passion. I'm looking for how much like emotion and passion is tied to their desire to do this work. There's like one or two specific questions on the application that I ask, trying to assess their passion. And then during the suitability interview, there's a couple questions I ask trying to assess their passion without openly saying it. I want it to be something that comes up naturally just in the conversation. Because if anybody has ever heard me speak or teach or coach, you see my passion. Like you hear my passion, you see it. Sometimes my eyes well up and almost come to tears sometimes when I'm teaching this content, especially to people of color. And I'm like, the passion is so evident. And so I'm looking for that in our applicants at the plant protocol. But it's again, nothing that I articulate verbally, although I do verbally articulate that they must be willing to monetize. But here's how I was canceling myself out. Because listen, it wasn't until I realized that their resistance to charging and their willingness to give it all away was the absolute best measure 
for passion. Health coaching requires passion. Coaching requires passion. Like if you want to get this close to another human and really like work with them and hold their hand through the difficult work of actually making a transformation in their life, you got to be passionate about that because humans are dynamic. Humans all come with their own set of limiting beliefs and experiences. And if you're going to work with humans that intimately, this intimately, as we do in health coaching, there has to be passion there. Basically, you have to give a damn. You have to give a lot of dams to do this work. What's more indicative of passion than a willingness to work for free? (laughs) What is more indicative of passion than a willingness to work for free? So here I am with my silly self getting frustrated with people who want to work for free when that should be the first thing I should be looking for in our applicants is a willingness to work for free. You want to know why? Because yes, I am still going to teach them how and why they should monetize. But the key word there is teach them. Teaching them how and why they should monetize is doable. Like how and why they should monetize is something that is teachable. That is something that I have lessons about it. We have conversations about it. It's built into our curriculum, right? So if they come into the program apprehensive about monetizing, that is okay because I can teach that part. What can't I teach? Passion. So if I have someone who applies for the plant protocol and they are willing to work for free. They want to give it away for free. They have resistance to charging and putting a price tag on their services. Those my people, because I can't teach passion. There's not something I can convince you. I cannot convince you to give a damn. I cannot let you borrow some of my dams to give. I would prefer that our applicants are resistant to charging And that way I can come in as their coach and guide them and coach them to believing and seeing something different. And here's the thing. What we teach our students inside of the plant protocol is not either or. That's what's so cool about it. We will both get our way. What we teach our students inside of the plant protocol is how you can do both. You can literally give away value and then you can charge for value. You don't have to choose. I personally do it. That's what this podcast is. I charge for our services in the program, but this podcast adds so much value publicly and for free. I do monthly classes for free. I have a whole online education platform that's free. I do speaking engagements that's complimentary. My social media is a wealth of value. This podcast is a wealth of value. And at the same time, we charge, right? And so what's so cool, I was thinking about this recently, like I've been looking at this so wrong. This whole time I'm thinking, listen, if they're not willing to charge, they're not qualified for the plant protocol, which is the exact opposite. If they're not willing to charge, they are super qualified to be in the plant protocol because they have the one thing I can't teach them, which is passion for the work. Oh my gosh. This might be so simple and like duh to, to you guys listening. But for me, it was such an epiphany because I was realizing like, I was thinking recently, like, I only want to work with people who really want to help and really want to serve. And then, you know, I can teach them and mold them into understanding why their value, why their work is worth money. I can teach them that in my sleep. I can like we've done it. 
I've literally watched some of our students come in resistant to charging. And as they go through the curriculum and we start working with them and refining their mindset, they're like, Shh, charging. <laughs> I was wrong, right? This has happened with several students. And so here's the lesson. Here's what I'm trying to say about qualifiers. Here's the lesson. Here's the takeaway. So the number one mistake that I made when it came to establishing qualifiers for my programs and my programming is that I didn't decipher between the must-haves and the nice-to-have qualifiers. I thought that a willingness to monetize was a must-have when it is a nice-to-have. Passion is a must-have, not a nice-to-have. Like, I don't want to let you into the plant protocol if you are not genuinely passionate about helping other people adopt a plant-based lifestyle in order to achieve optimal health. I can't teach that. A willingness to monetize how and why you should is super teachable. And so make sure as you're establishing qualifiers for your program and your business that you are deciphering the difference between a nice-to-have qualifier and a must-have qualifier. And I'm gonna give you one final example of how we do this for our coaches inside of the plant protocol. You know, we teach them this framework called the trifecta of transformation. And the trifecta of transformation is three things that clients must have in order to do the work, in order to really show up and be present when they work with you. And the first one in the trifecta of transformation is a must have. It is desire. The first one in the trifecta of transformation is desire. You cannot teach desire. You cannot let somebody borrow your desire. Like you can't move without desire. Your clients absolutely must have a desire to lose the weight. They must have a desire to get off the medications. They must have a desire to overcome the stomach pain, to overcome the depression. They must have a desire. And everybody doesn't have a desire to feel better or to be optimal. You know, maybe they want to feel better, but they might not have a desire to be optimal. Like maybe they're okay in this season with managing their conditions with medications or, you know, medical equipment or some type of assistance. Before someone is willing to submit and surrender to your process as a health coach, they have to have a desire to get the result that you're selling. So that's an example of a qualifier that is a must have and not a nice to have. And we teach inside of the plant protocol, like we teach our students what type of questions they should be asking to assess desire. Now, some people think, you know, like, oh, them just reaching out to me is enough desire. Well, when we dig deeper into the trifecta of transformation, we say, yes, them reaching out to you is, you know, one way of articulating their desire, but you got to go deeper. There's some deeper level questions you have to ask to make sure they truly have the desire, right? And so that's an example of must to have versus nice to have. And so you want to be very careful with looking at all of your qualifiers equally. All of your qualifiers are not equal because some can be taught and some have to be brought naturally into the relationship, And so for me, inside of the plant protocol with our coaches, they absolutely must have passion for this work. That's why they have to have had a transformation because the typically passion for doing this work comes from a transformation. So it's going to be really important. So as a coach, when you are coaching other people, and I don't care what industry you are in, 
first things first, you are not running a come one, come all business. It is not a come as you are. It is not as everybody is welcomed here. Everybody is not welcomed here. Because when you do not screen the people who work with you, you get the transaction on the front end. But what you don't get nine times out of 10 is the transformation on the back end. When you establish qualifiers as a coach, it is you inadvertently saying, I prioritize the transformation over the transaction. That is one indicator to me when I am looking at hiring a coach. How do they qualify me to work with them? Do they just say, here's the price and if you can afford it, you can work with me? Or is there something I need to bring with it to the table? How do you qualify me to work with you? How do you qualify clients to work with you? Because it is indicative of your willingness to prioritize their transformation and their outcomes over the transaction, okay? And so qualifiers are super important. You absolutely must have them. And like I mentioned earlier, though, there are some things that need to happen first before you're able to get clear on what your qualifiers should be. So go back and listen to the episode about specializing. That will be really helpful here because that's one of the first things you absolutely must do before you can establish qualifiers is you must establish a specialization, okay? So that's on the Plant Protocol podcast because there's steps and there is a finessing to this coaching business. It's not about, I'm just passionate about this and I want to help any and everybody. Like if you want this to be a true business, you know, a for-profit business, something that, you know, really has data and receipts and legs and has the potential to be scaled and grow and you want to establish a really good process for helping people, you must do this work, which is the business acumen side, which is understanding how to create an offer and establishing qualifiers is part of your offer. It's a huge part of your offer. So this is the business acumen side that a lot of coaches are missing that, you know, when I was getting certified in plant-based nutrition, this is what I was not taught. And so I had to go spend thousands of dollars to learn this side of the business. Most of us are spending money to learn what happens on the other side of the transaction when it's time to coach the human, right? I need to know the science. I need to know the science. You're so worried about being qualified on the other side of the transaction, but you're so unqualified of about what to do before the transaction, which is how do I create an offer? How do I have a specialization? How do I market myself? How do I sell? How do I like those are the things that are going to be key, right? To make sure that when you do get on the other side of the transaction with your clients, that magic can happen. Transformation can happen. Okay, so this is the business acumen that your coaching certification, your nutrition certification, your holistic certification didn't give you that I'm here to give you. This is what they were missing. They taught you all the stuff that you think you need to know when when you get the client, but not what needs to happen leading up to the transaction. Okay, and so if you need more of this, I need you to apply for the plant protocol, because if you really want a business that is independent and really has the potential to be transformational to the segment of the population you want to serve, you have to develop business acumen and you cannot minimize this work and just maximize learning more about science. No, you have to also prioritize becoming a good business owner, a good leader and a good decision maker. And so establishing these qualifiers is going to be really, really important. 
You tuned in today because like me, you're a disruptor. You're passionate about health and you have firsthand experience of taking a whole food plant-based approach to combating chronic health challenges. You want to see lifestyle and dietary modifications become the norm in the way in which we practice healthcare. However, you need mastery around nutrition and lifestyle science, a better understanding of behavior change to improve client compliance, and confidence in your ability to effectively coach clients to adopting those lifestyle modifications. You need the plant protocol. Visit theplantprotocol.com to apply and let's work together to improve the way in which we care for our most prized possession, our health. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed what you heard, please consider rating and reviewing this podcast. Until next time, remember, radical obedience is still undefeated. Stay obedient.